The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. This is Radioactive Metal, your source for news, views, tunes, and interviews. Here are your hosts, Snowy, Rock, Corrine, and Aaron. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a Got to Sport the Team. Thank you, Jerry Seinfeld. Episode of Radioactive Metal. This is episode 732. And I'm Snowy White. And this is Aaron. And dear listeners, this episode is brought to you by the fine folks at True Call Coffee. T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com. Go out there. Check out the website, get on the mailing list, see all the fun coffees and fun merchandise and great things that True Call Coffee has to offer. They do so much more than coffee. They also have embodiment printing press where you're going to find very unique metal themed things, t-shirts, buttons, candles, what have you, mugs, you know, that sort of stuff. So check them out, True Cold Coffee, T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T coffee.com. And I believe the snowman has invented a new coffee drink this evening with a little yes. True Cold here. Yes, yes. Thank you for bringing that up. Uh, well, to kind of to kind of preface that, that whole thing, um, it's a little bit nipply out here in the wild North American tundra because um, this morning as I was getting my butt up and getting getting it in gear and all that, I checked the weather and it, with the wind chill, it was minus 43. Holy cow, dude. Okay, yeah, yeah. Now, in case anyone's, you know, uh, most of, like this, that's is Celsius. This is yeah, the centigrade. Real- it's the re- it's it this this is the real temperature, not that goofy one you guys have in the in the U.S. and all that. So to kind of put this in perspective, okay, zero is the freezing point of water. Right, that'd be now, thirty-two degrees here. Right, right, right. Now, so minus forty-three the last time I checked. So yeah. Yeah, she's she's cold. What's that? What's that old expression? Cold as a witch's tit. Ooh, yeah, yeah. So when I when I got home after a long day's long day of work, and unfortunately, I am exposed to some of the elements throughout the day. Um, since it was so cold, I decided, you know what? I'm going to uh, as we record tonight. 
going to pour a big old cup of true Cavalt's coffee here in my big ass Darth Vader mug. I threw a little bit of uh, French vanilla cream into it and a shot of Thunderball. And dude, mm, mm, let me just get another shot of this here. I think that's all right, man. It is really good. It is really good. So I think I think we invented another drink here with the good folks at True Cavalt Coffee, the witch's tit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to enjoy that. I think I'm going to enjoy a couple of those tonight because it's just that kind of night. But before we get on with tonight's activities, we do have a little bit of radioactive metal house cleaning to do as we speak this is monday this is a monday night okay we had i had a pretty good weekend including uh yesterday as we speak it was our good buddy and um our podcasting sister show co-host at wrestling night in canada our good buddy ducky Dustin Maruka turned the big 3-0 this weekend. No way. Yeah, yeah. So we kind of, a bunch of our mutual friends and all that, we kind of piled into Grandma and Grandpa's place to watch the Royal Rumble, the wrestling pay-per-view, and have lots of bevies and have a really good time and, you know, just kind of, kind of celebrated. So... We want to say horns up and happy birthday to him. And here's to another awesome 30 years. A couple other key anniversaries, birthdays as well. Just these past couple days. Um, 37 years ago, the debut record from Sacrifice, Torment and Fire, hit the new release rack. Wow. Yeah, and that's obviously been a record that's been a constant in my life for, hmm, 37 years? 37? Ah. Okay, Kevin Smith fans will get that reference. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> what. As well. Yeah, that's a good one. It took you a couple seconds. There. It did. Okay, I'm like 37. Why 37. is that familiar? In a row. In a row. In yeah. A row? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As well, the year before that, the awesome debut record from the Mighty Anthrax, Fistful of Metal, dropped as well. And I've been that has been a big part of my life for. About 38 years, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so, yeah, that's absolutely fantastic. I love these little bits of, in these, these anniversaries, these little bits of information, and that's why I'm always, you know, wanting to throw it out there for all of our listeners to enjoy. Um, but let's get on with it now, courtesy of the good folks at True Cavalt Coffee. With our mandatory metal section available now, the new record from Carnal Savagery, Worm Eaten, is available. And I was given the record a spin. It's like, what do we want to do? Then I saw the title, Return of the Rotten Dead. 
I said, okay, I think I got to go with that because sometimes that's what it comes down to. You know, like you have a record full of great songs and it's like, yeah, they're maybe they're pushing this song or they're doing a a lyric video here and all that. But I kind of want to do this song instead. (laughs) And it's our show. We'll play what we want, damn it. So, excuse me, this is Carnal Savagery with Return of the Rotten Dead.
we've been very busy this week. Here's our metal fix. To this day, dude, okay, and it's been some 30 years, whenever we, in, if, if we see some, someone says 37 on TV or we see the number 37 somewhere, guaranteed we'll both go, my, 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 my beautiful wife and I will both go, 37? And we've been doing that for 30 years. Like, like it's just, it's just a part of our lives now. Like, it's good to have those little, you know, those little things that every relationship should have and oh, yeah, keep man. them going, keep them going over the years. But uh, why don't we keep this going by giving me your metal fix? Okay, what was the thing I told you I should mention in my metal fix and I've already forgotten? <laughs> oh, the comic book. Yes, that's it. <laughs> All right, so you keep telling me about Metal and Monsters. I'm writing this down now before I forget about it. Um, but you keep telling me about this Monsters of Metal comic book. So I finally yeah. was searching for it and found it on Amazon. And since you could pick your cover, because they had several for sale, I bought the one with the werewolf, of course. Mm-hmm. Me too. Okay, so uh, once I get that, we'll have to talk about that on air. Okay. Um, making my notes so I don't forget for later. All right. You are you are going to really dig it. Trust uh, me. You dude, like those old. Wait. Yeah, you like those old Universal Classic monsters oh, yeah. with a with a modern edge, dude. Like this is it. Yeah, I and I love that they're coming back because you have people that grew up with the classics that want to do things with those characters again. Um, mm-hmm. like I, I know we've talked about the shape of water and I don't know if you've seen it yet, but that, Not yet. It, that is such a fantastic, like retelling of the creature from the black lagoon. Mm-hmm. Just fan- fantastic. Like I absolutely love that one. But anyway, um, teen wolf, I believe it was like one or two Halloween's ago. You and Mrs. Snowy sat down and watched the teen wolf series. If I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. Yeah. All right. Are you aware that just this week the Teen Wolf movie is out? It dropped on Paramount Plus, which we do not have. So I think <sighs> it might be one of those things that we'll we'll do the free trial. We'll watch as much as we can in a couple days, and then go. Hmm. You know what? Never mind. Cancel. Well, yeah, that was originally my plan, um, but then they put out Sonic, and then I had it for two days, and then. I could buy Sonic, and which I had to because we're huge fans of that movie. Mm-hmm. But um, so then I canceled and was waiting for this. And my my goal is now um, I want to get through the Wolfpack series. Um, but okay. I'll come back to that one here in a second. But dude, Team Wolf movie, I will not spoil it for you, but um, it's a blast. Oh, good! It's a blast. They they. They bring back an old villain, one of the more terrifying villains, in my opinion, um, bring in some new characters, take the story a new way. It, it was it was a lot of twists and turns, and it's very heart-wrenching at the end. It's a lot of fun. Okay, excellent. I want to see it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And since Team Wolf is out, Wolf Pack is out, and that is a new series Based on a children's book series, and for anyone who's thinking like, oh, maybe I won't watch that, uh, don't worry. They, they, they sure um, up the age limit on it because it's pretty gory right from the okay, get-go. Good. <laughs> okay, um, good. <laughs> but it's it, like the first episode was, was good. 
You know, I wasn't sure where it was going. I'm watching. I'm like, oh, what's up? Because Sarah Michelle Gellar's in it. Oh, sold. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, and I, I was kind of hoping she was going to be like, like an alpha of the pack or something like that. But I, so I'm still not 100 percent sure what she's doing yet. But I want her to be like the Watcher because I just think it'd be great if she played a Watcher-like character now. Mm-hmm. Be, yes, that'd be perfect. You know. But yeah, yeah, so that was absolutely killer. Um, I've watched both of those, and I've, I honestly don't know when the new one comes out. Um, I don't know if it's going to be every Thursday or what's going on. But then, and my last but not least, and this is pretty exciting here, um, I got the last Metallica Vinyl Club for 2022. Okay. Because, you know, they've had struggles. <laughs> and, and this is the last one for a while. Because they're not going to renew it because they've got the new album coming out and they want to make sure they can get that on vinyl. Um, right. Oh, my goodness. I, I don't know how I would capture this if I tried to do it on video, but you have got to see that. They have Metallica. And the way it's it's kind of like a shadow onto the picture of the four guys. And as you spin it, it turns like, it's almost kind of animated. Like if you just, you know, you catch the light with it, it's super fun. So this is, right? And, and I mm-hmm. just love that they do this, right? So now there's like four songs here. And it is um, the leftovers from the Black Album box set. So you've got Nothing Else Matters, a string vocal mix, My Friend Misery, a rough mix from December 19th, 1990. Um, no remorse live at Dan the Green, Oakland, California, ninety. Oh, nice. Yeah, exactly right. Oh. And then shortest straw live at Castle Farms Music Theater, Charlevoix, Michigan, in ninety two. Right on. Yeah, so it's pretty cool here, and this is, uh, you know, obviously featuring Newstead, um, but this is super cool, and then. Is this a sticker? I think. Oh, do you remember the way they had the faces in the videos for Enter Sandman? Yeah. Okay. Kind of well, like I basically I got profile. stickers yeah. like that. Oh, okay. And they're they're kind of you know shadowed, blacked out a little. This is really cool. All right, I got to make sure I, I put this stuff up here. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm kind of the same situation. I'll buy a new Thrasher magazine, and I got all these stickers, and it's like, well, what do I do with all these stickers now? Like, holy shit, I got it, dude! I have a whole box of stickers, um, and I, I I always joke I need to get new guitars, so I have new guitar cases. Oh, you got you need something to put the stickers on, yeah? So you gotta buy gotta buy a new guitar. Exactly, that way I have some place to put the stickers. That's right. That's right. You don't want to waste the stickers. Yeah, I literally, dude, in my studio here that I'm um, sitting beside my studio desk, I put up a plate um, to space things out. But then I'm like, oh, this plate is perfect for putting stickers on. So I'm like stickering it. Ah. Stickers on my desk. I have stickers everywhere. Okay, right on. Yeah, it's a good time. (laughs) Excellent, excellent. So what else you got? That is everything. What is it? Well, you know what? I think this might be a quick metal metal fix for me too because I didn't have a no no shows. I had never hit the record shops and all that. Um, but I did get 
couple cool records across my desk. Shall we say the new Siege of Power record is out February 17th, courtesy of uh, Metal Blade Records. This is tomorrow, and that's um, the... Well... It's. I guess it would be the side project because Chris Reifert, obviously his main band would be Autopsy. And this also includes one Paul Bayens from, from, A, from Ace, Ace Fix. And this obviously, with these two guys in this band, it's obviously would be an important one for Radioactive Metal. We've had Chris Reifert on the show. He's a past... Um, He's a radioactive metal alum, and I had the good fortune of meeting Mr. Baines in the hotel room at or in the um, the the hotel uh, restaurant for the Continental Breakfast in the mornings. Oh, I remember we, that. Yeah, yeah. When we went to the uh, the Quebec Death Fest, so I was in, eagerly anticipating a new Siege of Power record, February seventeenth is when it drops. Be there. We'll get to a track off of that record as well available now from translation loss i was actually kind of surprised to see this band sign on with them but all out war their new record celestial rot is out now and i was given that a spin and all all out war is one of those bands man that like you had the whole crossover the whole metalcore scene in in the 80s and all that and then as the 90s kind of uh kind of came into being that that whole metalcore scene really didn't have um much in the way of legs but all out war man like all the way all through the 90s and all the way up today they have been waving that flag like loud and proud so whenever like a new all-out war record comes out i gotta jump all over that gave that a spin really really cool stuff and as well we'll get to this get this track too because um the the new single from the thick thick hail from vancouver dead quiet their new um their new record their new single at least Hanging Man should be available now. Hit up, hit hit up Bandcamp, etc. All all of this this the streaming um, sites. Hit hit them up there. It's got ex members of Barn Burner and Ancients, and I'm really I'm really digging this. I'm really digging this. I'm digging the kind of the the '70s keyboard deep purple type sound, and it's got a really cool new. Um, new modern edge to it really really cool stuff so i can't wait to drop that and finally okay you were mentioning the new wolf pack and the new teen wolf and all that have you gone through the netflix wednesday series yet so i saw i just saw that on your facebook and i should have watched it to keep up with you but i haven't like I wanted to, and then I was seeing reviews were just kind of iffy. I'm just like, I don't know. Well, personally, we're four episodes in, and they're about an hour each, and I'm just, I'm absolutely loving it. Not only is it, you know, just 
just everything that I would like in a good horror slash action type series. But the comedy to it is so twisted, <laughs> you know, and the dialogue is just so twisted. And just the way um, Jenna Ortega, you know, does the Wednesday character and like she's so deadpan with everything that that she the way she she comes across like you never see Wednesday smile right it never looks like she's having a good time she's just one of those broody goth chicks okay well the latest episode that I just watched last night and I was totally blown away I was kind of bouncing around in my chair watching this because it was the the nevermore annual school dance okay and through the course of the show Wednesday has agreed to go to a high school dance. Like, wow. what the fuck? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, eh? But there's rhyme and reason, and I won't spoil it. Oh, I can't believe she actually pulled the stick out of her ass and let her hair down a bit, and she was actually dancing. She was doing this wicked dance sequence, okay? Never smiled once. That straight, dead face. Yeah. Okay, the whole time she was dancing, just that that expression never changed. And I thought, wow, holy jeez, to do that—that's that's real talent. <laughs> and you know, it's like to be that stone faced the whole time while you're dancing, it's just it's just incredible. Now, the song that they chose for this sequence was the Cramps Goo Goo Muck. Oh. Nice. Rock on. Oh, oh, yes, wow. it was absolutely fantastic. Like I said, I was bouncing around in my chair. Yeah, it's it's awesome. You know, because like I love, and I guess you could kind of, it shouldn't be too much of a surprise, but I've said this on the show before. I love finding metal or punk or hardcore in places where you're kind of not expecting it. Yeah. With this show, I probably should have, but it totally caught me off guard. I've just heard the first couple seconds of, of the cramps, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Unfortunately, though, this morning when I woke up, you know, coincidentally, I found out that we lost one Lisa Loring, who was the original Wednesday Adams. Yeah, from, from from the TV series, she was only sixty four. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah. And she, oh my uh, goodness, it's so young. Yeah, and she she looked fabulous. From you know, I've been seeing pictures, you know, on the social medias of her currently and all that, and yeah, she look, still looked fabulous. And yeah, that's uh, that's too bad. And as well. We heard early this morning as well that one Bobby Hall passed away. He was a uh, NHL hockey player. Oh, yeah. He was the Golden Jet up here, shall we say, for his time with the Winnipeg Jets in the 70s and the old WHA. And he won a Stanley Cup with the Chicago Blackhawks and he played for the Hartford Whalers and all that. And yeah, yeah, we see, was, he's a Winnipeg icon. He passed away today too, so it's ah, it was not it was not a good day. But we're not going to um, dwell on that. We're going to drown our sorrows 
in some good music here from that aforementioned new Siege of Power record. This is tomorrow. This is force-fed fear. Say that fast, Don Swive.
That was the aforementioned Hanging Man single from the awesome Dead Quiet. Great stuff, great stuff. And as well from the new Celestial Rot record that is All Out War with Glorious Devastation. Yes, get whenever you get a chance. Run, don't walk. And pick those up. Really, really awesome stuff. Well, my friend, I know you've said it many times, you know, over the years on this show, where you kind of live, there's not much in the way of a local metal scene, unfortunately. No. What, what exactly, kind of refresh our listeners, what exactly do you, like, you have a, a club within driving distance. Well, what? so we have stuff, but I just can't seem to get plugged in and I can't figure out what they do. Right. And, right. and I mean, and there's new stuff that comes up. Um, and I don't know. I, I think part of it is that not growing up in the scene around here to kind of know where things are and know the different people. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, I never had this problem in Pittsburgh. You know, no matter how long, yeah. Because I could, I would always run to somebody. Oh yeah, you know this or that, and you just, you just kind of know the town and and that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, like there's a place that opened, you know, only a couple years ago down the street from me. It's only a few miles from here, and they have live music, but it's not always heavy or rock and roll. You know, and we have a lot, we have a lot of live music venues, but it's normally. I, I don't even know the way to phrase it. Like like Dave Matthews band comes through here a lot. Oh, okay. Which I'm surprised because I honestly thought they were bigger than that. Cause we don't we don't like the last time I saw Dave Matthews band was at a huge outdoor amphitheater. Yeah. None but... of ours are that big here. Oh, okay. But it's that kind of crowd, if that makes sense. Okay. Like Dave Matthews, Dead and Co fish like that that uh, it feels like like that kind of stuff would really hit here mm-hmm. or seems to um but i mean there there are you know we we get the occasional dri gojira came through the one time uh alice cooper's coming through mm, right you know and excellent there there was a kid that was putting on local shows but then the place that he's putting on the show shut down so it's it's kind of, you know like th- things come up and things go down and I just haven't been able to like find the vibe, you know. Well, hopefully, hopefully things will kind of turn around for you with that. And when when you're able to get out there and and it's it's happening for you, like it's happening up here. Like Winnipeg has 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 always we've always had a a great a great punk scene, a great hard hardcore scene. And even if there weren't like a lot of huge hardcore bands coming through town if there was any little stretches when that kind of wasn't happening there was always a lot of really good lo- local bands and same thing with hard rock and metal bands and now you know well, here we are in 2023 not only do we have a great punk scene we got a great metal scene but they've kind of merged together like i said these this day and age you're more like you're you're really likely to see you know some mohawks and some long hair all at the same show and unfortunately it wasn't always like that 
back then. So with the whole, you know, local scene, got to support the scene, support your scene and all that. I figured, okay, let's, uh, let's take our, our knowledge from having been in the scene and supporting metal and hardcore and all that for 40 years or more now, even let's kind of um, throw th- throw some stuff out there. Kind of uh, put our money where the where our mouth is, shall we say, and just find out you know exactly what what we can do to make our scene better. And with that, okay, you want to support the local scene. You want to support your local bands. Okay, well, how can I do that? Okay, first and foremost. And it sounds, this sounds easy enough, okay, like, you might think, um, well, duh, Snowy, but just go to, go to the gigs, okay? Well, yeah, I go to gigs, okay. I'm talking going to gigs on Tuesday, okay, on Wednesday, they can't do that. <laughs> you, you, you know, because I, know I can't do that. I'm, well, like, I can't even joke. Well, and, 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 and it's not just that, but if you're going, if you, if you're going to bring a, a more, you know, a more established band and they always have the local support. Okay. You really want to support the scene. Okay. Show up early when the support acts, are on now i understand people got to work have different hours you know got to take the kids to the babysitter like i get it their life comes first and all that but all that you can do i'm going to totally recommend going to those going to those weeknight shows i get it you got to get up you got to go to work the next morning but go there have a good time crash as soon as you get home have a crappy day at work the next day, go to bed early the next night, and you did your part. You supported the scene, and you have a lifetime of memories of a great show. It's the same thing with supporting, uh, coming in early, you know, when the, when, the, when the local are supporting the headliners, because if you get um, as much people as possible in front of that local support, the promoter goes, hmm, I see, you know, the building is three quarters full for the support act from just just one of the local boys. Okay, well, when I want to put on a show, you know, on a more convenient time, well, the promoters are more apt to do that. Oh, absolutely. You know, and I work with a promoter, and we had a promoter guest, not guest, but, but co-hosting on the show. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's 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 kind of first and foremost. Go to gigs, even when it might not be convenient. Merch. Buy local merch and and i'm not just talking local bands like i'm 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 talking your buddy's band too okay like well why do i why should i buy jim's stuff he's my buddy well this day and age okay even on the local like when when 
when bands are touring, okay, the only thing that's keeping them going on tour is the sale of their merch, the shirts, etc., and and all and all that. Now, then that's not even getting into now that I think about it. Those venues that want a cut of the merchandise sales for that evening—that's a whole other ball of wax that we'll get to at some at at some point. But just. Yeah, that's a band's, you know, in this day and age, no one's buying physical copies. It's it's all it's all about the merch. That's the same, okay, as well with just local bands. They might not be touring or anything, but that merch money goes into their band fund if they're doing this properly. You know, and that band fund goes towards everything you know, that um, you need, you know, into being a band. While you're buying the merch, okay, and when you're at the merch booth and you're you're looking at the band's merch and all that, and uh, they might not say this, okay, but when that band has a stack of CDs, Okay, and a stack of cassettes and maybe even some seven inch vinyls and all that to which they have poured their blood, their tears, their soul. They put everything into all of that music and pushed it up, put it out on a physical cassette, you know, for a, for a, for a physical quote unquote product. They might not admit it, but it drives them nuts when people say. Where can I listen to this online? Well, dude, even before online, like when I had a band, hey, can you just give me a copy of that? I'm like, no. No. You know, (laughs) I'd be be working the merch booth for my buddy's band and they'd be on like, wow, these guys are awesome. Come on, man. Just give me a copy. I'm like, no. No, there's rhyme and reason. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't understand (laughs) what it took. To make that, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, okay, my shit happens. Okay. Shit does happen. That that, true. My favorite band, and I'm not just saying that because they're my friends, okay? They're they're awesome, and I've explained uh, ex- exactly how on the show before. I have merch. I have demos. I have a baseball cap, and all of that. And I shelled out for all of it. You know, not once did I say, well, here, where can I find this online? Where can I do this? You know, give, just give me, give me, give me, give me. No, 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 no. I know the value of, of this and what they put into it and all that. So yeah, yeah. Buy merch, buy the actual music. Now you might be saying, well, Snowy, I'm 20 years old. I don't have, I'm... I'm I just, I just have my phone. I just have my computer. I don't have anything that I listen to physical stuff on. Ten bucks iTunes store. Do it. <laughs> there's that. There's yeah. There there's that. Or buy this. Buy the CD. You know, put it onto your iTunes. You know, the CD is only gonna be about ten bucks. You can't buy two drinks up here anymore with 10 bucks so 
that's one less drink and that 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 10 bucks goes to support the band and you can listen online and you've got a nice that cd at the very least is a nice memento of the show like a nice a nice souvenir i i don't have an eight track player i haven't had an eight track player in more than 30 years obviously i'll see a cool eight track and alice cooper a kissed eight track out in the wild in a secondhand pawn shop or whatever what five bucks oh i'll take that it's a souvenir it's just something cool to have and to collect yeah now i see i'm I'm with you on the cool stuff and that's the thing is like uh, i'm getting rid of a lot of my cds currently Okay. And so I'm not looking to buy other CDs, but give me a t-shirt. Give me a cool t-shirt. Give me a cool sticker. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, shit. Stickers. Yeah. Like some something fun. I mean, heck, dude, at the, um, at the DRI show, I bought well, that long sleeve shirt, which I think I've already gotten a stain on. And it makes sense. It's completely white. I was so mad. But like, I bought that shirt. I bought a bunch of pins, a bunch of stickers, and um, a hat. And nice. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, well, this stuff is cool. Like, because I have the music. I know mm. the songs. I can find the stuff streaming. Like, I, I don't need to buy any more, you know, physical merch of any kind. But like, give me something cool like that that I can also represent with. Because I... I posted myself on Instagram. I was wearing that DRI shirt, and I think it was the one where it was me and um, me and my poodle wearing matching hats. And <laughs> and people were like, "Whoa, is that a DRI shirt?" I'm like, "Yeah, they were here. What? You know?" And people are like, "Ah, oh, I missed that show." You know, so yeah, represent the band, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Next time, wear your white DRI shirt. The next time you go to Guar. <laughs> There we go. Get get a nice front row seat for that. I really like the shirt, though. I really don't. Yeah, but seen it. yeah, but a DRI shirt stained with guar blood, man. <sighs> that's a one of a kind. We 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 need to have these conversations before I go to shows. <laughs> you know. I guess so yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of shows, and this also goes back to supporting your buddy's band and all that. Don't ask them to put you on the guest list. You know, like there, there might be, if if it's if it's a slow night, there might only be 20, 20 people there. Sometimes that's a good night if it's on a weeknight and all that. And if the band, if there's five members, and each, okay, a, a wife I get, okay, but. If each guy, each each member of the band has a a buddy, you know, so that's like five people on the guest list, and that's like twenty five bucks from the band fund gone. Well, you know? so I'll I'll say this: you want to be on the guest list, work the show, do something, work, yes. work the merch booth, help set up. Um, you know, I had buddies that would help me, you know, haul in my gear. Because, I mean, back in the day, my my rig was quite sizable. Like, I had two 4x10 cabinets and a 400-watt head. And, um, like, fully assembled, the amp stands taller than I am. 
Oh, okay. You know, so ha- having the assistance of somebody really helps. Um, mm. So, you know, like, you want to be on the guest list, lift some things. Ca- Sweat carry e- stuff in. Sweat equity. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, yeah. I've I've um, interviewed local bands, and I never asked for a guest list. You know, they could be, so maybe that night they might be supporting a band that I'm on the guest list, like a, an established band that I'm on the guest list because I'm interviewing them, because I'm be, doing my stagehand and roadie gig, you know, here and all that. And when I have time, okay, maybe I'll go and I'll give an interview to this local band. But if it's their gig... No, I'm going to drop the 10 bucks at the door as well and, and and support them that way. So, yeah, that's really irritating. And support all the bands. Okay, and by that, what I mean by that is when there's about four bands on the bill. And once again, I'll reiterate again, people have lives, can't get off work. But you see this a lot, like on Facebook, when a band posts, oh, I've got this gig, you know, it's doors are at eight. And then you'll see in the comment section, well, what time do you go on? Dude, the doors said eight. (laughs) I know that bothers you, but as somebody who you know, has worked crazy shifts. Right. Right. I get that. Well, but I mean, like I'm talking, you know, one day I'm working a, you know, six to three, the next day is a three to midnight. So Mm -hmm. if this is a day you're working three to midnight and you can get out for an hour on your lunch at like nine to 10 PM or eight to 9 PM, what time is your band going on? I will be there for that bit, show up and then I'm out, you know? Oh, that I get. I to- I totally get that. Life life comes first, and, and all that. I'm just I'm just talking about the idea of well, Bob and Jerry doesn't they don't go on till ten, so I'm going to show up at quarter to ten. Come on, and they're the third band on the bill or whatever. It's like no, dude, that's lame. If anything, nothing blocking that. Doors are eight thirty eight. First band, go on at nine, show up nine o'clock and support. Like, that's my recommendation for this. And finally, okay, my recommendation to support directly at gigs and all that start a pit. Well, Snowy, like, it's a pit, duh. Like, there's, it's at every metal and hardcore show. No, not necessarily. Because I don't know how many gigs that I see the support the the established act comes through town. You have the you have the headliner, you have the direct support, then you have the two support acts. Okay, with the first support, how often do I actually see a pit? Like hard hardly ever, you know. Even if even if there's not a lot of people there, if there's just twenty people there, why don't you and your four other buddies 
get the pit going. Okay, and maybe other people will join in. That that band, okay, that sees, hey man, we're just the support act. We're the we're 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 jerking the curtain tonight, but we got a pit going. This is awesome. Put a big smile on their face. They can use it as stage banter, and that's a confidence thing, as well. Stuff like that. I, th I think really works. Get in the pit or s start a pit when you're, you know, when the local band well, is just, just coming on. On that one, uh, like I do have to play devil's advocate here for a second because is is that more of a cultural thing now? Like what do you mean? Well, are pits still a thing? Oh, yeah. Because I, I, I really, I mean, granted, we only have like two shows a year here that I go to, but um, if I'm lucky, but I mean, I don't see a lot of pits and it just seems like pit culture has shifted a lot from when we were younger. No, no, there's, yeah, I see them going. And if, if I'm at a hardcore show, if there's not a lot, if there's not a big pit going on, you know, you will see the hardcore dancing. That's 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 another thing. Your buddies, you know, jerk jerk in the curtain at a hardcore show. Get in there and do your windmill and kicky flippies and all that. You know, just be weary of everyone around you. That's the only thing I ask about, you know, your karate fighting dancing. You know, it's legit. I'm all for it. Just be smart about it. So maybe, maybe. Be that guy. Be that guy. Okay. There's no one else around. Okay. But your band is playing front row center and you do your flippy dippy kicky things. That that would mean a lot. And then maybe your buddy will buy you a beer afterwards to thank you. Win, win, win. All the way around. Right on, right on. Now, let's get into some tunes here. Soon enough, but okay, I understand money can be tight. God only knows, like when Little Snowy came along, like my show going, like just nosedived because, you know, I got a little one. I got responsibilities. You know, I have hardly had any disposable income. This day and age with the internet, okay, um... There are there are ways to do this online. Facebook posts. Okay. I'm sure even though you might not have much of a social life for whatever reason, you have some presence, Instagram, Facebook. Everyone kind of does. Local bands are um, posting on these various sites. Share it. Hit, hit the like button. You know, hit the heart react button and then share the post onto your timeline. You know, I th that I think while it just it just kind of helps getting the word out. You know, so I think that's that's something you can really do. And um, and just word of mouth, you know, like like when when I was your age, like. We didn't have the internet and all that. That's where you learned a lot of great new bands. 
your buddy went and bought a um, a new album. You saw him the next day. Hey, dude, you went you went record shopping without me, fucker. Okay. Um, <laughs> what what did you pick up? Oh man, yeah, Creator's got that new record. Come on, let's go and slap it on. Word of mouth. Same thing could kind of work here as well. Hey, dude, you hit you hit the the show last night. Well, yeah, I was there for the headliner, but yeah, you know that new band X that we've been um, well, we've we've been hearing a lot about. Turns out they were the local support. Yeah, how were they, man? I'm hearing good things too. Killer, killer, man. So, like, maybe next time they're playing, you know, let's hit up their Facebook or whatever. Next time they're playing, let's go, man. All right, sounds good. I've had this conversation. I, I can't even count them all just over the years. And, hey, a little every, every little bit works. Are you still with me? Okay. Oh, okay. So, like I said, you you get a little too quiet sometimes. Yeah, so yeah. When, when the kids stop screaming, it's hard to tell. You know? <laughs> okay. I know it's just sometimes we'll drop the the Skype will drop, and then I don't know, uh, which happens to you too, as well. You know, Snowy, are you there? Are you there? Yeah, yeah. Did you have any other ideas here? Do we want to get into some tunes? No, I think you've hit it, man. You know, like, like everything you've said about, you know, supporting like the local bands and things. Like when I think about the one show that I went to see when my guitar teacher was coming through, you know, I was going out specifically yeah. to see him. I was there early so we could chat and then they put on more support acts. So it was like four bands before I could see him. Right. But, um, like that's where I discovered the Shem creeps, mm-hmm. you know, cause there's, there's, there were a couple, you know, different support acts and I, the ones who were on, I'm like, Oh man, yeah, I'm not digging this. But then I saw the Shem creeps. I'm like, Oh yeah, I like these guys a lot, you know? So right. that's how I found them. And then same venue when weed eater came through, um, they had a bunch of support and, I saw a completely different, um, like polar opposite bands, and that was a lot of fun too. So, you know, yeah, I just I echo what you said. Right on, right on. I do need your help with something here. Yeah. What is the Spotify playlist? Um. What do you mean? Yeah, like if you were to make a Spotify playlist of all local or independent bands oh yeah yeah if they're on spotify you can actually um make a public playlist that other people can discover and you could also make it collaborative so other people could add other local bands to it Ah. so like a community kind of thing um and then with that going on you know anybody can discover it once it's a public playlist oh okay see that's like I had that in the back of my head where it's like, but I don't know anything about Spotify. I got to get Aaron to to let me know how this works and all that. So if you make your own playlist, people have access to that. Yeah. And you will be introducing them that yeah. way. Well, that's awesome. That's well, and I want to see if you can do that on Apple because last I heard, Apple Music pays better than Spotify. Right. 
So, you know, I and but my thought is, you know, you're going to have people on Android, you're going to have people on Apple, you're going to have people who use Spotify across all platforms. Um, put make a playlist everywhere, you know. For sure. For sure, for sure. Fantastic. And at the end of the day, remember, all bands... Go to heaven. Okay, all bands go to heaven, yes. Yes, but all bands, these legendary metal bands, whether or not they're just legendary in the underground scene or legendary in the mainstream and all that, they were all local bands at one time.
The Shining Wizards is the greatest wrestling podcast of all time. Don't believe me? Tune in and check us out. We laugh, we cry, we interview some of the greatest people in professional wrestling, and we have some of the greatest segments of all time, including everyone's favorite wrestling game show, Can You Beat That? We're live 6.50 p.m. East on Monday night on all social media platforms, and we're with you wherever you go on every single streaming and podcasting platform as well. Check us out. Go over to ShiningWizards.com and join us for some wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Since we're talking about the local scene, I had to drop a track from a band here in my own scene. That was the amazing Phantom Killing from their debut demo, shall we say, Alien Invasion. This is a really, really cool thrash band. They won Metal Band of the Year at the recent Manitoba Loud Music Awards, and I just saw them... uh, playing uh at that house show to kick off my year great great venue to see a killer band like that i just love their enthusiasm as well they just you can really tell and just like talking to them as well okay because they have they're they're out they're young they're barely in their 20s and they have questions for me, like, yeah, man, what was, you know, I really dig Exodus. What were they like, like in the 80s, man, and all that? What was that like? What was this like? And, you know, I'm always there, you know, kind of give my my wisdom and experience to the next generation. Maybe that's something, you know, that I should have mentioned in the, uh, when we're talking about the local support. Dude, veterans, okay? Guys guys like you and I that have been around, been there, done that. Share your experience. Share your stories with the young bands of today because maybe a story that you tell them might not help fix their van when it breaks down or anything like that. But it could give them ideas. Well, what if we do this? Well, Aaron says this. Snowy says that. Let's kind of apply that. You know, they've been around. They might know what they're talking about. Let's see what works. So, yeah. (laughs) Maybe. Definitely. Maybe. maybe, Definitely. Maybe. Yeah. So, yeah, there's something else to think about. But right now, I want to get into some more independent music and some more demos and some more bands music from various local scenes in tonight's indie spotlight we're always on the lookout for fresh new talent check out this indie spotlight Yes, Metal, there is a Thunder Bay. Now, Thunder Thunder Bay is a, well, it's not a huge city, but it's not a small half-horse town or anything like that. It's a couple hours, now maybe about a four or five-hour drive from Winnipeg going into Ontario. Okay, and um, there's never really been much coming out of thunder bay yeah bands will canadian bands you when you have that long drive if you're not going along the states and minneapolis and all that 
if you're crossing Canada, you have that long drive from Toronto. It might be a good idea to stop at Thunder Bay in Thunder Bay to catch your breath, do a gig, get some shut eye before continuing another long journey to Winnipeg. So, yeah, there's not a lot going on in Thunder Bay. So when something cool comes out, out of Thunder Bay, I kind of it kind of gets my attention and I want to share it with everyone. Namely, the band Alienator. Okay, they're they have a, a new release out now. Hmm, hmm, I don't quite yeah, yeah, you know what? I think it would be available now at a lot of the usual at a lot of the usual places. Well, Alienator, spelled alien, plus A-T-O-R, with umlauts above the O as well, just to make this really cool. Well, their new release, um, kind of think of them, that 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 type of um, crust, crust hardcore sort, sort of, think of bands like Unsane, or cursed, and you have Thunderbird, Thunder Bays. I almost said Thunderbird. I like you Thunderbird. Have, <laughs> you have Thunder Bays, Alienator. Really good stuff. Let's go with the really cool track, Blood Red Blood.
alienator.bandcamp.com and facebook.com slash alienatorband. Once again, alienator. Really, really cool stuff. And like I said, um, you never know. You never know where you're going to find a diamond in the rough. And we think we found it with Thunder Bay's Alienator, which, you know, like you have some dopey names in like down south. Okay. Like, do you, like you have a, like a Mudlick, Kentucky, right? I, dude, I don't know. I don't live in Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you're, you live in the south. Like, you're not a southerner, but you live in the south. Well, and I'm, su- I'm sure you've seen a lot of goofy names. Well, yeah, for- but a lot of the weird stuff here comes from um, the French settlers. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, then. Yeah. <laughs> I totally get that. You know, yeah. like, anytime there's something where I'm like, what? Why? Why would you pronounce that like that? And they're like, well, it's French. I'm like, oh, of course. There we are. Because like, I don't understand it all. Like, we have um, a great, beautiful, beautiful venue downtown. It's called the Gilliard Center. Okay. Right? Gilliard. There is no Y. There is no I in the right place to make you do a gilly sound. It's spelled <laughs> like Gale Lard. Oh, uh, okay. And they call it Gilliard. I'm like, nope. I'm, nope. Uh, what, what, what? What, what alphabet we following here? I'm not sure I understand this. <laughs> you know. Uh, well, we have our share of goofy names up here as well. Particularly Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Okay, so I do, I do like that. That's pretty, <laughs> yeah. pretty Canadian. But so, hang on. Like, don't you also have like a fair share of, um, well, I was going to say Native American, but up there... You call them First Nation, right? I do. That that's okay. the PC term. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Native American, um, Indigenous oh, peoples, do. whatever yeah. you want to say here. But like growing up where I grew up, between Native American uh, names of things, and then all the uh, Europeans coming over, you know, like I. <laughs> I can pronounce names with so many consonants, it would make most people's <laughs> heads spin. And they're like, wow, how'd you do that? I'm like, grew up in Western PA. Oh. There we go. You know, yeah. like, like we, we were really like, like an interesting melting pot for Europe there. But um, but I mean, like in Pittsburgh, we, we had the Monongahela River. Okay. Right? And I'm trying to think, there's, an, there's another very... It, it's one of those ones that people always mess up. Um, this one's not tough. It's uh, Monaca, M-O-N-A-C-A. People would always call it Monica. There's, oh. Man, there's another one. <laughs> Monaca, Halo. Oh, I'm trying to, but don't you guys have stuff like that? We do. Oh, okay. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got a lot of really, you know, really cool, cool names of towns, and we have a lot of goofy ones, but one of the better ones is Thunder Bay. Uh, Thunder Bay is pretty awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. We we have like a a Radville as well. R A R A D Ville. We have we have a Rockland in Ontario. Like we yeah, we have all these cool names because I'm in the shipping industry for my Clark Kent job, eh? So 
I, I see all of these names and <laughs> and like Thunder Bay is definitely one of them. So when you get a chance, alienate or you know, check it out. Check it out. The really way you say cool that, stuff. it sounds like an alien ate her. <laughs> okay, well that's it. That's exactly how I'm pronouncing it from now on. And I think I'm going to get the band's full uh full blessing on that how can uh people get a hold of us well um if you're in winnipeg pretty much show up at any local show and you can talk to snowy directly directly yes come yeah. say hi i'll buy you a beer and we'll have a grand old time essentially you can do a live in-person version of this show and then you just talk between songs and <laughs> there you go <laughs> which which okay I'm glad you mentioned Sarah Michelle Geller because we're binging Buffy and Angel right now. Oh, yeah. Okay. And total, total smoke show. Allison Hannigan and Oh my goodness. Oh, and Sarah Michelle Geller in the in in those well, Charisma those, Carpenter. Oh, and Charisma Carpenter and Elijah Dushku and like holy geez. But when you were talking just now about Talk to him between bands. Yeah. Because I don't know how many times, and you're going to go, oh, shit, you're right. The Bronze on Buffy the Vampire. Oh, yeah. Always had a live band playing. Yes. Dingo's Ain't My Baby. Yeah. I don't understand how they were able to have that conversation, okay, when a live band is playing. Well, because they were playing at a very reasonable level. (laughs) I, I believe the whole vampire and vampires laying and hellmouth and all that. Yeah. I buy that before them having this conversation over these live bands playing. Yeah. Very, yeah. I know, I'm with you. And speaking it. of the bronze, remember when she killed a vampire with a symbol? She cut his head clean off? Yeah. That's one of my favorites. That's like, awesome. Yeah. The bronze, Oz playing, you know, his band Dingo's Ate My Baby. Um, which I did not know that was a real thing until oh, after that what? band. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is a real thing you have to be worried about in Australia. Wow. You know? I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. So. But anyway, so after you're at the show, you'll probably want to go up and, look, and you talk to so You'll want to look up more stuff about the show. So then you can go to radioactivemetal.org. Um, you can see pictures of that show that you were at with Snowy um, on RadMetal666 for Instagram, at RadMetal666, Facebook.com slash RadMetal. You can send us an email, RadMetal666 at gmail.com. I feel like I'm missing That's... something there. Like I think those are all those. Okay, but then we're also part of the Shining Wizards Network, ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. And thanks to the fine folks of the Shining Wizards Network, you can find us on the aforementioned Spotify. Where, you know what, so we should probably create a radioactive metal indie spotlight playlist. Ooh, there's an idea. I can't believe we have never thought of that. Never done that, yeah. Yeah, we okay. we should totally do that. You and I have to talk about that. Um, and we'll, we'll start adding things. Because that, man, that'd be a great way to... Um, to really showcase these these bands that we love, right? Right on. Maybe, hey, maybe we can do that on the air. Oh, that's a good thing. Yeah, 
Yeah. Next yeah. Time. yeah. Okay. okay. But so anyway, so we're on Spotify. We're of course also on iTunes, Speaker, Stitcher, anywhere you can find a podcast. We triple dog dare you to not mm-hmm. find us on the internet because it cannot be done. that's right that's right that's right and of course while you're on the shining wizards network you're going to want to check out all of our awesome sister programs on there including if you haven't had enough of your cool uncle snowy this week and you are a fan of the squared circle you're going to want to check out wrestling night in canada where i'm over there hosting with our good buddy Dustin and our homeboy Matt Copper um, to get us on out of here. How about another Phantom band, shall we say? Their new release, Immortals Requiem. Phantom Spell. Really, really cool modern band, but with a, uh, a definite, definite, influence from the new wave of british heavy metal let's go with seven sided mirror in the meantime and in between time that's it this has been a gotta support the team man thank you jerry seinfeld episode of radioactive metal i'm snowy white and this is aaron signing off
Shattering 